Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. So in the spirit of, of what we've just been through this week, of five days of intensive uh, gathering together, creating an altar, offering our sacrifice of praise to God, declaring His presence will go with the church in these days, declaring that this is the great Southland of the Holy Spirit, declaring that the church is strong through mateship, sacrifice and courage, declaring that God is able with God, all things are possible. All things are possible if you believe. And I'm standing here before you to say, it's time to believe. It's time to take stock of the situation at hand of our planet, where it's at, where humanity is at, and be like those Anzacs and with courage and sacrifice, mateship. Do you know what mates were? Mates wasn't just a careless uh, a, a token or gesture of, of um, it, it was it was a mate was actually one who would die for you and, 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 and have your back in fact some of the old diggers if you called them mate they would take, it, uh, take offense to it so you're not my mate I know who my mates are so that term of endearment that we just carelessly throw around we got to be careful that we we don't um yeah, mates are ones that care for each other, lay down their life even for each other. And Father, we just say, Lord God, this weekend, do another extraordinary work for the sake of our national identity in the hearts of men and women, for those ones who served and died in the wars, the conflicts, for all the peacekeeping, Lord. We're commemorating and we've begun this morning, I believe we need to begin this sense of commemorating this Anzac spirit, honoring Anzac Day. We're reminded of the scripture in John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one life for one's friend. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. God bless you. You can take a seat. God bless you. Thank you. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us. In this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Huge sacrifice. Huge sacrifice and commitment on the altar of life. And, um, I, I, I honor, and, and we, we honor Jesus every Sunday. We honor Jesus every day of the huge sacrifice he made for us. The ode, they shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. And as I'm thinking about this, I thought, I thought about Joshua, and I'd like to try and give context of maybe war, and, um, uh, because even God decreed war uh, in the Old Testament, especially in taking land and dispossessing nations, and war's not good, you know, I mean, war is not good, 
but, but sometimes when people are doing diabolical things, you need to act, amen? And um, God says, Joshua, uh, in Joshua 21, 43, so the Lord gave Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there. God was saying, there's a place for you, there's a place for my people, but you actually need to invade. I, I wouldn't typically use that word, but I'll use this word in terms of this weekend. I need you to invade that land. So Joshua, um, if you look at the book of Joshua and, and you see that he did uh, witness the ten plagues, the judgments, the first Passover, the miraculous Red Sea crossing, and the supernatural signs uh, during Israel's journey. He served Moses as a military leader in the battle against the Amalekites soon after leaving Egypt. He alone accompanied Moses up Mount Sinai, and, and God gave Israel, when God gave Israel the Ten Commandments. As Moses' assistant, Joshua demonstrated an intense devotion and heart for God by often staying for a long time in the Lord's president, in presence. Exodus 33 verse 11 says, The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young A. Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Joshua, he's a warrior, he's a fighter, but he loves the presence, presence of God. He must have learned much from Moses, his trusted counselor and guide, about the ways of God and the difficulties of leading the people. At Kadesh, Joshua served Moses as one of the 12 spies that scouted the land of Canaan, along with Caleb. Joshua vigorously resisted the majority, majority report of unbelief. For many years before replacing Moses as Israel's leader, Joshua showed himself to be a man of faith, showed himself to be a man of faith, vision, courage, loyalty, resolute obedience, prayer, and dedication to God and His Word. By the time he was chosen to replace Moses, he was a man in whom is the Spirit. Numbers 27, 18. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man of whom is the Spirit of leadership. I believe that's what needs to come into the men in this hour for the sake of their own families, their marriage, their community. There needs to be a spirit of leadership to lead their own life and to lead others into the promised land of the fullness of Christ. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9, now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because we're actually in a series of the Holy Spirit. So I'm, I'm trying to give credence to that about the Holy Spirit, but I'm trying to give context to the weekend. And I'm trying to make use of this weekend to stir up this virtue in the body of Christ of courage, mateship, and sacrifice. The church is not a mamby-pamby. It's, it's not just a, a, a place of passivity. It's a place to draw a line in the sand and say, immorality no more. Terrorism, no. We need to pray. We need to stand up for our nation, for our families. Jesus was not a total 
pass, uh, what is it? He was not totally pacifist, thank you. My voice is gone, my head's gone, I've been in meetings all week, and Jesus was not a pacifist. There's a time to resist the enemy at all costs, at all costs. Now, I don't know what that other religion, you know, believe in defending their family, but I tell you what, if anyone comes, if any, come on, if any murderer comes, try to stormtroop through my house and attack my family or my grandkids, guess what? Do you know what I'm saying? To put war in context in the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua was written as a record of God's faithfulness, his covenant promises to Israel concerning the land of Canaan. The conquest victories are presented as God's acts of redemption for Israel and his acts of judgment on a decadent Canaan culture, Canaanite culture, Deuteronomy 9.4. Violence in the book must be viewed from this perspective. Archaeologist confirms that gross immorality and cruelty characterized the Canaanite people whom Israel replaced in the land. They're doing all sorts of crazy stuff, child sacrifice and crazy stuff. God's foundational promise is this, I will be with you, C3 Tugra. I will be with you, Israel. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Likewise to you in your faith as you have been released from Egypt as you've been released through your salvation and that there is a promised land of the fullness of your life, God will be with you through all your struggles to acquire your best life. Amen? For you have salvation, absolutely, but you have a war on your hands because you're living on a fallen planet to acquire all that God or Christ paid for you on the cross. Amen? And this is our spiritual journey of walking it out by faith. Matthew 28, 20 says, And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. God's abiding presence. That's what all that presence conference was about this week. My presence will go with you. That's what will distinguish us from every other religion. That's what will distinguish us from every other people. His presence. Emmanuel. God with us. Luke 24, 49 says, I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Joshua 1, 3 says, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. I might just continue to read on just before I stop, because there's some sentiments here that I just love. And verse 4 says, your territory will extend from the east desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, and to the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea of the West Sea. There's bound, there's a place, there's a, there's a fullness of your inheritance that is marked out for you, that is for you to claim spiritually, physically, there's a place just like that house you're building, that's yours in Jesus' name. It's been marked out for you and you're claiming it. I hope it's going well for you. Verse 5 says, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is good news, church. Verse 6, Joshua 1, verse 6, be strong and courageous. This is the imperative to us, I believe, as the body of Christ in these days. Be strong and courageous. Don't shrink back in praying, in standing up, 
for who you are in Christ. Don't shrink back. Hold the line. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them. Verse 7, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Verse 8, keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. There it is again. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, God is going to go with you. He's asking you to be strong. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Verse 9, do not be discouraged. For the Lord God will be with you. Verse 10 So Joshua ordered the officers of the people. Now, prophetically, this is what I believe. Verse 11, go through the camp and tell the people. That's what I'm doing right now. Get your provisions ready. Get your act together. Come into Christ. Stop doing religion. Get into his presence. Understand what he's saying to you personally in God's will for your life. Go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. But to the Reubenites, the Cadnites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, verse 13, remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, the Lord God will give you rest by giving you this land. Verse 14 says, your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan, but all of your fighting men, but all of your fighting men ready for battle must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest. There are people in the church that fight for the church. They're the ones on the the altar of this church. They sacrifice their commitment. They sacrifice their time, their talent, their energy. But they they give service to the Lord. They they, they give their funds to the Lord. They give their praises to the Lord on the altar of the church. It's all about the altar. Verse 15 again, until the Lord gives them rest and he has done for you and until they too have possession of the land, until all the others that we want to lead, our grandchildren, our children and and the others that are maybe not able to go as far as we can go in taking the promised land, we're going to come back, says here, after that you may go back and occupy your own land once we've done that, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And whatever you send us, wherever you send us, we will go. Verse 17, just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will fully obey you. Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, Father God, only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Same game plan. There's faith in the promises of God. We need to have We need to have faith in the power of God, and we need to understand his personal presence. For Joshua and the Israelites, the possession of the promised land was realized and maintained by faith in God, expressed in obedience to his word, and in warfare against God's enemies.
We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.